Wellness Force Radio. Feelings are essential, but they can't dictate our actions. We literally infect each other with our emotions. We came here for a special purpose. Let the purpose unveil itself. Knowing without doing is the same thing as not knowing. They're not just trackers. I'm going to wear this and it's going to help me do the right thing. Wellness Force Radio, episode 150 with Dr. Joe Anderson and Andrea Duchanovic. So every day it's a different story of what's going on inside your body. And Level allows you to take these, you know, a few measurements throughout the day and actually see where your body is at and what it's using for fuel. I mean, when you're training people, you have two people look the same, but they're really a black box. The machinery in each one of those people is different, and that's driven by their genetics. And so the only way you can look at that machinery is to look at how the machinery is processing things. And so one of the things it's processing is fat. And so we can see that in the breath. It gives you a little window, a little glimpse inside to look at that machinery of that person. That's where we come back to this personalized ideas. And I need to adjust these levers, so to speak, to make that machine optimal. What's up, my friend? It's your host, Josh Trent. And welcome back to another episode for your weekly access to global experts in all things wellness as we discover the physical and emotional intelligence we need to live life well. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Organifi, creators of Organifi Green Juice, as well as many other healthy organic products. And if you've been alive on social media, you'll notice that Organifi has become my favorite way to get in micronutrients, all those essential micronutrients, without having to spend 20 minutes in my house cutting up vegetables and fruit, then feeding them in a juicer, cleaning the juicer, then spilling the cup of juice on my living room carpet. Yes, true story, that happened this year twice. And at that point, I was like, ah, I'm just not that great at juicing. And I am totally okay with that. Plus, juice, specifically fruit juice, even the ones you get at Whole Foods, they're loaded with sugar and can be quite expensive. So to make it easy, this week, to getting your micronutrients, pick up some Organifi Green Juice Powder because you are here with us on the show. You get 20% off. Thanks to Organifi on the entire website over at shoporganifi.com. All you have to do is enter code wellnessforce at checkout and give yourself a boost for this jam-packed holiday season we're in. Give your body some love and save some green. Just enter your special discount code wellnessforce at checkout over at shoporganifi.com. And on this episode, we're bringing you our final segment from the Bulletproof Conference live in Pasadena with Dr. Joe Anderson and Andrea Duchanovic from Level, a new wellness technology company who's built this transformative platform that non-invasively measures ketone bodies in our exhaled breath. This measurement of acetone, which we'll talk about in depth today in the podcast, it closes a feedback loop to ensure for athletes and everyday people going through a process of letting go of old weight, they can depend on that level of acetone as a ketosis measurement required for therapy or even personal wellness needs, which is, I believe, the majority of the use cases. We're learning about the physiology between sleep and fat burning, the deeper science behind ketosis and the ketogenic diet, who it's a fit for, who it's not, and Dr. Joe's take on exogenous ketone powders, as well as Andrea's personal experience of thyroid issues and adrenal fatigue, her journey in transcending that, and how when it comes to monitoring fat loss, pricking our finger, may be a thing of the past for millions of people. We do know that checking in on a daily and weekly basis to see how much fat your body's actually burning will tell us quite a bit 
about our food, sleep, and lifestyle choices and how they affect our progress along the way. This is why I wanted to get the science and share my personal experience of this device. A big take home for me was if I'm not sleeping, I'm burning way less fat. (laughs) Who would have thought, right? We talked about this with so many influencers on the podcast, how much sleep affects our fat burning. Well, I got to use the level device for about a month and it was crystal clear for me that when I wasn't sleeping properly, I was burning way less fat, which is why even though ketosis for my APOE 3, 4 might not be optimal for me. It is radically effective and life-changing, really, for millions of people who can become fat-adapted. If you've been looking for a trustable way to quantify your progress, which is really fascinating to me now with this new technology, you can actually do this. How cool of a time do we live in? You can head over to levelnow.com. That's L-E-V-L-N-O-W now. Enter code wellnessforce. They were kind enough to give you $25 off your new device. Give it a test drive. I think you're really going to enjoy that mirror of mindfulness for your health journey, especially if you want to quantify your fat loss, but don't want to prick your finger multiple times per day. All right, no further waiting. Let's jump in with Dr. Joe and Andrea. So I am sitting here with Dr. Joe Anderson, PhD in clinical science. Dr. Joe is one of the few breath science leaders in the world, bringing deep experience in pulmonary physiology and breath research science to the level team. Dr. Joe, welcome. You have a special guest with you. Can you please introduce your special guest? Yes. uh, Thanks for having me here. And my special guest is Andrea, who has been helping us out with the sales and marketing of the level device. And Andrea, you want to say hi? Hey guys, how are you? And I've gotten to know Andrea and she has so much great energy, which we're going to learn her story too. She has a lot of health things that she's worked through, like we all have. But I wanted to start this conversation by just, Joe, can you tell us like, what is this box? Why are people breathing into this box here <laughs> live at the Bulletproof Conference? Yeah, we're breathing into the box, uh, as you like to call it, because we're measuring our state of ketosis or fat metabolism. The idea is that the more fat that you're burning the more of these chemicals called ketone bodies that are being produced. And what one of those ketone bodies is a chemical called acetone. And acetone comes out in your breath with each breath. And so the more acetone that's on your breath, the higher level of fat metabolism and ketosis. So hopefully you followed all that, but that's the reason people are blown into this box to understand their fat metabolism. Well, what's interesting is that we know ketosis is probably hotter than any rock on a roof in Nevada right now. Like everyone wants to do keto in some way, yet we know that it's not for everyone. So can you start off the conversation by telling us like, really, who is keto for? I know there's certain people that it's probably not a fit for, but tell us about the people it is a fit for. It's going to be a fit for people who want to maintain or lose weight. So people who are saying, you know, I've got a few pounds, I've got to lose The reason keto is good for that is when you eat a higher level of fat and you cut back the sugar, you have a better chance of dropping some weight and then also maintaining it because the fat that you eat is going to be more satiating. The other thing that a lot of studies have shown is the reason, one of the reasons people gain weight is they overeat the sugar calories because sugar kind of perpetuates the need for This is that term sugar burner we hear about a lot. Yeah, and that that becomes tough. And I'll be honest with you, in a sense, I'm a little bit hypocritical because I am that guy. I eat more sugar than I need to, and I'm trying to cut that back. So someone who's trying to lose weight, certainly a good candidate. Someone who wants to improve their brain function is what the ketone bodies, this elevated fat metabolism can do because those ketone bodies are fuel for your brain. So someone who wants them there. And then there are therapeutic uses as well. Folks who have cancer, there's starting to be some evidence to demonstrate that this elevated state of ketosis can help in the therapy of cancer, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. And once again, like you said, there's going to be a range of the population who this works really well for. There's going to be a range of population and disease systems 
then it may not work as well. We're going to get to Andrea's story in a minute, but I know that most people are used to having the blood measurement for ketone bodies. Why is acetone more of a primary measurement compared to the blood ketone? Is it really accurate? Is it the same thing? Like what's the difference there, blood and breath? I think the blood at this moment is the gold standard for the measurement of, of ketone bodies. But the reason people don't want to measure blood is because it's, it's painful after a period of time. It's expensive. And so the breath measurement of acetone is a nice substitute for that. And the reason it is accurate is because acetone is one of the three ketone bodies. And I know this gets a little technical, but it's worth kind of talking about is the mother ketone body is acetoacetate. And then that mother creates these two daughters, which is beta-hydroxybutyrate. That's the blood measurement. This is a really long first name for a daughter. Exactly. Or yeah. acetone, which is the, the sibling, so to speak. I've gotten to use the unit here for a couple months. I'd love maybe, Andrea, tell us how somebody actually uses the unit. What does that look like? First time user, they open the box. What do they do from step one? So, yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean, you open up the box and you read your getting started guide and you plug in the unit. And after initial startup process, the unit actually has a very sensitive nano sensor that sits on the bottom of the device. So after that is burnt in and ready to go to take your measurement, it's quite simple. You download a level app on your iPhone or Android, uh, put in a username and password, and then connect it to the device via Bluetooth. Once you connect your phone once, it always connects the second you open the app, so it's very user-friendly. A basic measurement is taken where we have a nice little breathing pattern. Um, there's a little breath pod that sits inside the device, if you don't know what it looks like. So you take the breath pod out, and you take a nice, deeper-than-usual inhale in. You hold your breath for about five seconds, let that log exchange happen. And you blow out really comfortably into the breath pod for five to ten seconds. We like to get all that breath out of your lungs. And then as soon as you're done, you just put the breath pod back into the device, you close the lid, and it automatically starts taking your measurement. There's a vacuum that sucks the breath out of the breath pod and puts it over the nano sensor on the bottom of the device. And then takes about 10 seconds or so, and then it links automatically via Bluetooth to your phone app where you can actually go and track your trends. And I want to point this out too, because most people here at this biohacking conference, they're used to wearables. They're used to things that their body has to actually physically have on. This device is unique because this is something where you check in almost like a mirror of mindfulness. You're exactly. checking in along the journey to figure out, hey, am I actually burning fat or not? And I'll tell you guys, like for me, it was sleep. The big one that came up for me was sleep. I noticed that I would blow way more acetone when I would have a quality night's sleep. Yep. So what is the physiology behind sleep and how we can actually burn more fat there? Yeah, and the, the idea with the sleep is that over the course of the night, you're fasting. So your body burns the glucose but then you also convert over to some fat, and so you start to burn more fat over the nighttime. And so the sleep is an important piece for increased fat metabolism. From a biological standpoint, though, we know that ghrelin and leptin can be really yep. jacked if you're yep. not getting quality sleep. Would that make somebody burn less fat because A, they're craving more sweets and carbohydrate, or B, they're just more at a restful state? Some of those other chemicals can actually block fat from being uh, put out into the blood and then metabolized. Yes. You're exactly right. And they, there's been a nice study that was about a decade old showing that acetone level rises throughout the sleep period. And the folks who had elevated levels of acetone actually had were the folks who went into the deeper REM sleep. So this is not old technology. This is new technology. How old is this breath tech? Well, this breath tech itself is really pretty new. And the reason is the sensor and the technology has just come about in the past 10 years. The science behind it, the idea of elevating your fat metabolism for ketosis has been known for years and years, over a half a century. But in terms of fine tuning it, the stuff you're talking about, yeah. how does sleep work, how does stress work, those are really coming out 
currently in the last five or ten years, and we're still understanding how those play into breath acetone, fat metabolism, all the other things, how they play together. So this is a piece of the wellness wheel. It's not like the golden ticket. You're not going to buy level and all of a sudden your life's going to change overnight. But over the course of 30 days, 60 days, I mean, let's talk about some case studies, like some real world on the ground from people uh, using level. Do you guys have someone that comes to mind, something inspiring that uh, maybe someone's used level and they've gotten a phenomenal result from that? One gentleman who we work with, he was on a weight loss program and used the device to demonstrate weight loss over time. One of the stories he tells us, and I think it's a fun story, is his daughter had a birthday. So they had birthday cake. He was in the middle of his diet and he thought, I got to eat birthday cake. It's my daughter's birthday. So he ate it, one slice, and it killed his fat metabolism for five days. Oh my God. So, and he didn't understand that because most people, you yeah. eat a piece or you, you have that bad behavior. He had day. become so sensitive to eating in a certain way that yep. that shift changed so drastically. Exactly. And the other piece too is when you are losing fat and you're not kind of keto adapted for a long period of time, those hits really hit you hard. Whereas if you're maybe you're six months in and you're eating high fat and low sugar, that falling out, you may be able to recover more quickly because the machinery inside your body has already been ramped up. Yeah. And so he found out, wow, I can't be eating that stuff because it kills my diet. And this is what I feel from the whole level staff. Let's talk about, Andrea, you have this condition where your thyroid is a little bit slower than most. How have you stepped into this wellness journey yourself using level? What does that mean to you now? It's been, you know, a few years in the works where I always considered myself, even before level, to be a very healthy person. You know, I was a personal trainer. I was a health coach. I eat healthy and didn't consume anything bad for my body. But I was always sluggish. I couldn't wake up in the morning. I didn't have energy throughout the day, no matter what I did. So, of course, I started asking and seeking answers. My regular doctor, my test came back okay. But when I started searching more on the holistic route, I did find out that I had a pretty sluggish thyroid and also adrenal fatigue. So overworked adrenals where I was producing so much cortisol at one time and then they just failed. So I wasn't producing enough, which made sense to me not having energy in the morning and the and afternoon. Yep. So when I came on board with Level, it was around the same time I started researching the ketogenic diet as well. And I was that person that you mentioned before that I said, no, your body needs carbs. You need carbs for fuel. There's no way you could just fuel on fat. But then when I went back and really started looking into the science of things and the studies, I mean, it was just overwhelming, but so incredible. What did you feel right up front, though, in the first month or so? Was it a period of what's called keto flu for so many people. I mean, we all have a different time span on this. Yeah. I know I've tried personally. This is totally honest here. Like the audience deserves <laughs> the truth. I personally don't feel for me it's a fit. But for you, Andrea, it is. What did that look like that week? Was it two weeks? How long was this flu period? My flu period lasted a long time. I tell people, give it one to two months. My flu period lasted about two weeks, almost to a month, where I Using levels saw that I was in a state of nutritional ketosis, but I wasn't feeling good. I almost wanted to give up, but I said, you know what? Let's keep it going. I've been a sugar burner for 32 years. I won't switch yeah. over to a fat burner in a month. And I think it was about month three where I just started totally becoming fat adapted and started feeding off these ketones and started feeling incredible. I mean, my focus, my brain function, I'm able to get up in the morning I don't have to have a cup of coffee to function. I still like to, my fat sure. coffee, but yeah. I don't have to. And it's just this sustainable energy throughout the day. No hangriness. And it allowed me to not have to go on any type of adrenal or thyroid medication. And 
feel great. Wow. So for you, it took a little bit longer, but you just kind of grinned and bared it. You got through it, and now you're feeling like burning fat is so much better for you right. compared to being the sugar burner. We look at this exogenous ketone powders. I'm not going to name any names. Uh, we've had many guests come on the show that aren't big fans of these powders. I'd love to know from a clinical perspective, Dr. Joe, what do you feel about exogenous ketones when somebody's tracking their life with level breathing and just tracking a healthy lifestyle? And I think uh, exogenous ketones certainly have their place. I think for me as a scientist, I'm still trying to figure out where their place is. There's some areas that I think it's kind of clear that they could, they could be uh, of good use. For example, if you're using keto diet or keto therapy for a brain function, say you have Alzheimer's, you have dementia, you have some, one of those diseases, the exogenous ketones are probably a good fit because they're going to elevate your beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is going to feed your brain and increase your cognition. Now, on the flip side of that, if you're someone who has cancer, let's say you have a brain cancer, the heloblastoma, probably not as good a fit. And the reason is, from what the data seems to indicate, is that you also need to lower your insulin levels and your sugar levels so that then the beta-hydroxybutyrate can really take care of it. So exogenous by themselves wouldn't be as good a fit as also... Um, cutting the other the sugar and the insulin back. But this is what I've heard during this keto flu period. If you take in the powders, then you can sure. have more energy because essentially as your brain is learning how it is to burn energy source from a different type, like yeah. fats instead of sugar, yeah. there is a time where you're going to need a little bit yeah. of support, a little supplementation, which is really, I mean, that's the whole word, supplement to help and yeah. support. So and uh, I could, how do you feel about that yeah, transition and I could, phase? I could see that being a, a good idea is yeah. to use the ketones for that transition phase. I mean, the other idea is to use exogenous ketones if you want to go for a fast. So let's say you're a sugar burner and you say, I wanted to start to fast. You could use some MCT exogenous ketones to get you in that fast. I think some people have supported that. So yeah, there are nice places, obvious places where it can be used. I think that as more data comes out, we're going to see other places where the exogenous can be used. But uh, I think time will tell. Why do you do what you do? Because it's obvious you have incredible intelligence around this. Like what burns the fire inside you to be with Level to do this mission? Like what's this all about for you? Sure. So I mean, my background is really more of pulmonary physiology, meaning lung biology. And I got brought into this really as the guy to understand how do we make a good breath measurement? Because I've been doing that for the last 20 or so years. But my experience has always been in science, biology, chemistry, physics. So I have an interest in biology. As a matter of fact, I was thinking of going to medical school at one point in my life. And so I have a lot of interest in biology. So as we start to look at more of the science behind ketogenic diet, behind measuring these ketone bodies, all these different pieces, it's a really interesting science. And one of the things that's exciting for me is we're really at a cusp. We're really starting to expand our knowledge about the high fat, low sugar diet and all of its benefits, as well as how to use that beneficially, not just for health, but also disease. So there's a really exciting field going forward. And it's not just on genetics or on nutrition or on breath measurement. All of these things are in play. And so it's a really interesting place to be. And Level is a great tool. There's many tools here this weekend. I mean, this is kind of like the most amazing dork meetup for health and wellness you could ever imagine. Um, But the thing is, is that these are all just tools. And so, Andrea, how would you say this plugs into someone's wellness ecosystem? In other words, they're eating, they're moving, they're sleeping, and also the way they approach their thoughts, feelings, and actions. Using level, using breath as a guideline, what have you seen either personally or with people on the case studies where they're adjusting their lifestyle habits through the measurement of the device? And that's, I think, the incredible piece about level is everybody is different and everybody's metabolism is different and as you age your metabolism changes right so every day it's a different story of what's going on inside your body 
And level allows you to take these, you know, a few measurements throughout the day and actually see where your body is at and what it's using for fuel. And you could adjust and with my personal story and with our clients where they could adjust one thing at a time instead of changing their whole lifestyle. Say, do one change and see how it affects your levels the next few days. If your goal is to be in a fat burning state and your levels are going up and you're starting to burn fat and you feel great, awesome. Do what you did yesterday and do it again, repeat it. If you don't feel that good, maybe do another change, switch something else. And day in and day out, you really get to know about what's going on inside your body, what makes you feel good, and you repeat those good days. And you really just get to know so much about yourself. And then another great question was the emotional part of it. I think it's a huge motivational factor and an accountability tool. When I go out and have my cheat days, I know, oh, I have to breathe into level tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know the measurement's <laughs> coming, right? Yeah. It's coming, and I, I want to stay on track with my goals. So I think a lot of clients come back and go, you know, it's great. It keeps me on track. It keeps me motivated. It's something that I could interact with. Let's talk about the coaching, too, because yeah. I know that you're formulating a relationship or it may be in place around the coaching. We know that with Fitbits, for example, after six months, they typically go in the kitchen drawer. Unless there's a human on the other side of these data sets, it's really challenging for people to drop into new lifestyles. What's the coaching look like? So someone's getting this feedback from the device. It's easy for them to use. But where do they go for that human connection, for that coaching aspect? I love my clients and I think Level is just great to be able to give good customer feedback and be able to interact with their clients. I want to know what your mission is and what your journey wants to be and where you want to get. So I always make sure to check in and see how you're doing and how your experience is going. But it's incredible what the client learns about themselves by themselves. Let's talk to the coaches and trainers with this as well. A lot of yeah. health coaches and, and fitness pros listen to the show. So how does this plug into their practice and, and what they do? I think a couple pieces. I think the accountability piece is huge because obviously the coach gets to interact with them maybe once a week. So you're kind of saying, well, where are they at on those days I don't see them? And so the level device, they can come in and make measurements throughout the day and the coaches have access to that through our level pro. And so they can look through the day and say, oh, you know, Thursday nights we're having some problems. And so you Thursday can have a, night might be wine night. It could be, yeah. It could be Sunday night, right? It could <laughs> yeah. be. And so, and that's fine. It's just a conversation to say, is that something you've got to have? Then that's fine. Or yeah. you can work that in. It also allows them to have a little better insight into, you know, I'm trying as a trainer and the coach, they have some go-to systems that every trainer and coach has, and they may not work for that client. And you may not know that, but this gives you this metabolic insight, this metabolic biofeedback that for that individualized client, that system may not work. So you say, you know what? I need to change it up. Or you know what? They have a slower metabolism than I thought. We need to cut back the calories or we need to change up my dietary macronutrient composition. This right? is fascinating because so, I'm, I'm thinking about the activity piece too. So if you're tracking someone's steps and you're tracking their sleep, maybe you're using an Aura, maybe you're using a Fitbit, whatever it is. Yep. Do you feel like the more tools we have, the better? Or is there just some key things we need to look at when we're adjusting this behavior change, this long-term behavior change for people? So I think, I think there are some primary things and some of them are diet and exercise. The things that I think everyone struggles with and there's some key pieces to that. But then I think those other tools will come into play as we start to figure out those key pieces and those other pieces may end up being key pieces as well, right? But the diet and exercise is so key and the activity goes into the exercise piece, always a, a key piece. There is a kind of a hurdle, a tech hurdle for many people, like when they try a new device or they do something brand new, they're a little bit scared of it. And I see this with a lot of emails that we get. I want to explore wellness tech, but it's a little bit scary to me. What would you say to someone that's a little intimidated by the tech? Uh, how do they step into that? How do they just accept it? 
Yeah, I think what I like to tell clients is every measurement or every number from any device that you get is a good number and a good measurement. It just allows you to see where you're at at the current moment. And then you just go and take the necessary steps to educate yourself and see how those numbers or measurements or data will help you get to the next level. So a step at a time. <laughs> yeah, and don't be too critical about it. And I think that goes right hand in hand with that is don't take that number and judge yourself off that. It's just simply a measurement of today. Hey, in 10 minutes, you can be someone different. It's not about sense. shaming you. Not at all. No. And that, yeah. that's a psychological piece. And I'm not a psychiatrist by any means, but it is difficult when you look at the number and you, you say, well, that's who I am. No, it's not. It's who you, who you were. And I think right? I love where this conversation has gone because we're almost touching on, you know, the truth is found in the data. The data is not going to lie to us. Yeah. So if you're blowing a 0.8 and you know you want to be at a 8.0, there are some things you can do to adjust that. But how would you say this is baked into the behavioral coaching aspect of this? You know, uplifting the clients through positive motivation yeah. when their data doesn't look how you both want them to make it look. How do you talk them through that? That's a big emotional hurdle there. And that's why you have a coach. The coach says, let me talk you down off that ledge, number one. Don't, let's not make Put some down of, the donut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's not make any rash decisions here. And let's talk yeah. through what this is. It's just simply a number. It's where you were. Yeah. And now here's, as the coach, I have all these different tools in my tool belt. And that may be you need more sleep. That may be you need to reduce your stress. It may be a dietary component. And that's where the coach really comes in and is effective because they have all that experience that they can draw on and use that biofeedback to customize and personalize this measurement for their uh, client. What do you see, Dr. Joe, as the next phase for Level? What are you excited about in 2018? What's coming up? A lot of what we're doing is refining the product, obviously, adding more functionality. We have the Android app coming out, and it's out currently, but it's pretty new. Continuing to get the word out that we're out there, right? A lot of 2018 is to say, hey, Level is here. We can help change your life. And I don't, I don't know if everyone knows that yet. Speaking about what everyone knows, what's a common misconception about breath technology that people think they know that just simply isn't true? Well, there's two. And one is a scientific one. One is, hey, the chemicals that appear in your breath all come from one place in the lung called the alveolus. And for example, acetone doesn't. Acetone comes from the airways. And, and I know that's very technical, but it affects the measurement. So that's number it one. It makes sense why Andrea told us to hold the breath for five seconds before we breathe in there. Yep. Is it because of that biological that's, concept? It's because of that biological So now concept. I'm understanding live yeah. on the podcast yeah. why we hold our breath and then breathe. So that's, a, that's one is to understand the breath mechanics uh, behind it. The number two is, particularly for a chemical like acetone, but even for other chemicals, is that there's this idea that acetone's bad, right? If you talk to the medical community and that trickles down to the consumer community, is that if you're going to measure acetone, then you must be in a state of diabetic ketoacidosis. There's no really spectrum there. There's this idea that it's a, it's a yes or no. And so one of the things we've done early on is we wrote a peer-reviewed scientific paper outlining that spectrum of uh, acetone in different conditions and health. Well, so for, our, for our analytical people, we'll definitely link that peer-reviewed study sure. in the show notes. Andrea, from an emotional perspective, where do you see Level plugging into coaching in this new era of tech? How do you see this evolving in the next couple of years with Level? Possibilities are endless, <laughs> which is great. But with the coaching, I just think it's such a necessary tool. You know, as a health coach or a trainer or a dietitian, it's, it allows you to really see inside your clients' bodies. And like Joe mentioned before, allows you to put them on a certain plan and be able to fluctuate and change that plan within a few days or within the first week rather than waiting a month and maybe going, you're not getting the results we wanted you to. And here they're able to make quicker changes. And we know that 
most clients, you want quick changes. You know, you want to see, you want to feel better, you want to look better. So I think it allowed coaches to really get in there and get precise insight of what's going on inside a person's metabolism and be able to make quicker and more accurate decisions. Choices. And I think what's great too is we're just, we're getting rid of the guessing. Yep. So comforting to know that if one is going through this behavior change process and finding what's best for them on their wellness journey, can we just take out the guessing? Because when I was a fitness pro for 10 years, what triggered me the most is I'd be with a client and I'd ask her, you know, Jane Smith, how are you feeling? How have you been sleeping? And we just didn't know because at yeah. that time, I mean, these devices didn't exist. This is new technology. So I think this is the way it can empower people is by giving them something to trust, these data sets that they can actually yeah. trust. I mean, when you're training people, you have two people that look the same, but they're really a black box. The machinery in each one of those people is different, and that's driven by their genetics. And so the only way you can look at that machinery is to look at how the machinery is processing things. And so one of the things it's processing is fat. And so we can see that in the breath. It gives you a little window, a little glimpse inside to look at that machinery of that person. That's where you come back to this personalized ideas. So you get to see that little glimpse inside, and you can say, oh, that machinery of that person is different than that one, and I need to adjust these levers, so to speak, to make that machine optimal, right? You bring up such a great so, point, especially when we look at epigenetics, right? right. So someone's environment and how yeah. we change. When I was 25, the yeah. way that I exercised <laughs> and the way that I slept, yeah. um, I could abuse my body more. I'm 37. I get to take better care of my body now. Yeah. It just feels good to say that out loud, right? Um, <laughs> right? And so I feel like with this device, we can use this to honestly keep the promises to ourselves yeah. around how we want to eat, move, and sleep. One of the big questions that I love to get guests' opinions on is wellness because this is wellness force. We yeah. explore this physical and emotional intelligence. So this device is making people smarter in both those areas. Yeah. But Andrea, you first, how would you define wellness in 2018? What do you think wellness is going to be for you personally and also professionally? Like, What does wellness mean to you? Wow, that's a, that's a tough question. I like to ask the fun questions. Wow, I know. This is a fun question. <laughs> yeah. Yes, physical and emotional intelligence. It's about really staying true to yourself, um, using the gadgets available to figure out what is the best thing to do for your body and how to nurture it and keep it running optimally. And then just loving who you are and going forward. So I think using all these gadgets to figure out what is best for you. Dr. Joe, what do you define as wellness? Yeah, for me, and wellness, as you know, changes with age. So I've got kids. I'm looking to manage my body so I have long-term health. I want good health today. There's no, I need to have the energy and I need to have the ability to do the things I want to do and engage in those in a very efficient and effective way. So that's obviously today's health. But really what I'm looking at even more so now is the long-term health and making sure that my body's going to hold up over the years. Yes, longevity is so big. Thank you, yeah. both of you guys, for this reminder about trusting what's true. The data doesn't lie. The numbers don't lie. Level now, but it's missing the E. So it's levlnow.com to learn more. If somebody's feeling like they want to dive into this, they're curious about level, where else can they go besides the website? Do you have anything fun? Any events? Anything where people can meet you guys coming up in the next six months? Or anything we missed on the show that you think is important for people to know about Level? We are located in beta stores in Seattle and um, Santa Monica. Also in new Bulletproof Labs, which is where we are today recording. So Bulletproof Lab has Level devices that you could use and check out and buy directly there as well. Next Health. Yeah. Um, we do have partners who have gyms who have the... Exactly. And different partners. So it'll be something online. You could always email us and then we'll, we'll let you know, depending on where you live, where you could actually go and check, physically check out a Level device. 
Thank you, guys. This has been such yep. a great conversation. I'm looking forward to the whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, make sure if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes that you check out our Facebook Live as well so you can meet Dr. Joe and Andrea in video in person. Thank, Thank you guys you. so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. Hey, my friend, thank you for hanging out and growing with me on today's show. Remember to hit subscribe, share this podcast with somebody you care about that you think gets to hear this message. Support the show by leaving a five-star review for the podcast right now, simply by tapping on your show artwork on your iPhone. Click that purple link that says review this podcast. It helps the show reach more conscious and smart people like you, and your voice will attract more world-class guests that want to come on the show. So let them hear your voice. For all the downloads, videos, links, and free resources mentioned on the episode, go to wellnessforce.com forward slash radio. And while you're at my house on the web, join us in the Wellness Force community newsletter on that page and I'll send you four free guides around staying healthy with your eating, moving, and sleeping while you travel. Join a group of people like you over at the Wellness Force community Facebook page. This is where we talk about the things that really matter. We share our wins, inspirations, struggles, and a lot more. So join us, tap on the show artwork on your phone and hit that purple link that says join the Facebook group and I will welcome you at the door. Okay, now you get to go out into your world and create impact for the people that you care about. So until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.